reselling for you. Hello everyone, Parker from Reselling for You, a weekly podcast that explains the ins and outs of buying and reselling. Each week we choose a specific topic of reselling and dive deep into the subject. This week we'll be discussing my top five reselling mistakes and truly go in depth about these mistakes so you, the listener, can prevent them at all costs. For each mistake, I'll include an example of a mistake so you're better able to understand. This week's guest will be Mason Stewart. He is another knowledgeable reseller who will give a brief intro about his career and a few of his reselling mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes, and even though most look down on mistakes, I see them as a great learning opportunity. Walt Disney once said, ah, yes, the past can hurt, but the way I see it, you can either run from it or you can learn from it. I have made so many mistakes throughout my reselling career, but instead of looking down on these mistakes, I use this opportunity to learn from them and become a better reseller. I hope you will do the same. Let's start at number five. The, the mistake that I made the list at number five was not consistently posting my product right after I purchased them. Doing this made me accumulate too much inventory and my overall sales decreased because of the lack of products listed on my store. There are three parts of reselling, finding the product, listing the product, and shipping the product to the end user. My problem was that I really enjoyed the first part, the treasure hunt, and the action of finding quality items, but I really didn't enjoy the busy work, cleaning and listing the items. For example, when I first started reselling, I would go to multiple thrift stores, source online through Facebook Marketplace and OfferUp, and even go to discount stores to find my products. I would invest so much time into finding the products that when I got them, I'd be way too exhausted to list them. This is definitely not the way to go about this. Reselling, like other things in life, need balance. You need to be able to invest time into all three steps of the reselling process. As we jump into number four, I want you, the audience, to remember that these are my top five mistakes and not everyone will experience these. Coming in at number four on the list is not fully examining the products I'm purchasing before I buy them. This is a common mistake that I made early on in my career and resulted in profit loss and significantly decreased my overall profit margins. When I would find great products, I'd be so excited that I'd immediately toss them in my cart and once I was done shopping, I would check out and examine the products later. This is a big no-no for multiple reasons. Oftentimes, I would get home and I would realize that a few of the products would be in worse condition than I once thought. One might have a few extra stains and one might even have a tear on the sleeve. For example, one time I went ahead and purchased five vintage Nike crewnecks for $10 in total without assessing the condition of the products. Later, when I was examining the products, I found huge tears and stains on most of the products. These flaws made the products nearly impossible to resell, which resulted in a capital loss for me. The big takeaway here is that it is very important to examine your products before purchasing them. Doing this will lower the chances of any unexpected product flaws and you will be able to increase your overall profit margin since your overall expenses are decreasing. Coming in at number three is taking the cheap route when it comes to packaging and shipping. It might save you a few dollars on the front end, but your feedback, feedback will be negatively affected by it And if there's one thing I know about business, it is that your reputation is everything. Don't ruin that over a few dollars. 
Invest your money in quicker shipping, invest your money into good packaging, padded envelopes and nice boxes, invest your money into shipping labels, and even take the time to write a personalized thank you to the end user. These tips and tricks may not seem like a lot, but doing this can make all of the difference. One time I was being cheap and I ended up shipping a hat in an envelope and shipping it ground instead of first class or priority. Not, to, not only did it take the hat forever to get there, but it was damaged when it did because of how I packaged it. This resulted in a full refund and a negative review. Even though it might seem smart to cut corners like this when it comes to reselling, I really don't recommend it. Coming in at number two is not putting enough effort in the product listing. I often would rush the pictures, descriptions, and more. At first, I didn't think it was a major deal, but now looking back, these decisions neg negatively impacted my sales. For example, I used to rush the pictures and didn't care about the angles or the lighting that was associated with them. I would rush the description and not take the time to use this tool properly. Doing so, I lost so many potential customers and missed out on quality sales. Take time to take good pictures. Take a picture of every flaw. Show the whole product. Use the description as a tool to explain the product. Explain the condition. Say the size. Explain what makes this product better than the others. And use this as a place to make a connection with potential customers. You will thank me later. Lastly, coming in at number one on this list is being too greedy and not giving offers the time of day. Yes, oftentimes you are getting lowballed, but other times people are very fair and offer good prices. Even if you do get lowballed, there is a chance that they will accept the reasonable offer you send back to them. For example, one time I got offered $30 for an item that I thought was worth more. I didn't accept this offer, which resulted in me having the product for four months longer than expected. Not only this, but I didn't even make much more than $30 on the item. Now we're going to take a quick break so we can hear a quick word from our weekly podcast sponsor. Stick around till the end of the podcast, where we'll be interviewing Mason Stewart, and he'll be talking about his beginner mistakes as a reseller. Enough said, let's talk about our sponsor, PayPal. PayPal is a worldwide online payment system that supports online money transfers and is an alternative to traditional paper methods. PayPal is easy to set up an account and either link in a bank account or credit slash debit card. Doing so will allow you to do so many things out of convenience if you are selling or buying products online. Buyers have the option to send online payments through PayPal and when sent with for business, they are protected by PayPal if the product slash service they receive isn't as described. Buyers on the other hand can request payments from the buyer and then easily transfer the money to their card or bank account that is connected to their account. No matter what side of business you are on, the company or consumer, PayPal is a must. To learn more information about PayPal, you can visit paypal.com. Thank you for sticking around till the end. We are now going to listen to Mason Stewart, an experienced reseller who's going to talk a little, about it, a little bit about his experience with reselling and the mistakes he has made on the way. Hi, Mason. First, I wanted to thank you for taking time to come down to the studio to talk about your experience with my viewers and I. No problem, Barker. I'm excited to be here. I'm glad. Could you give us a little overview on your reselling experience and your favorite part about it before we talk about your two of your biggest reselling mistakes? For sure. So my name is Mason Stewart. I've been reselling for about over five years now, and I specifically resell clothing and sneakers, um, most of the products being athletic wear. I started reselling back in 2015 because I didn't have time for a full-time job since I'm a student, so I had to try to find another way to make some extra money. Uh, since reselling gives me the freedom to have my own schedule, I found this to be the perfect way to make some extra money. 
something that started as just a way to make some money became a big part of my life. Okay, that makes sense. That's how I started reselling. And I can definitely agree that it became a big part of my life. So how about let's get into what you would say would be your top reselling mistakes? Yeah, um, I've made many mistakes over my reselling career, but the two that stick out are probably only buying products with huge profit margins and not being specific enough in my listings. Okay, both of those make sense. and I've definitely been there. Can you explain to the audience why these mistakes were major? Yeah, sure. Uh, I would say that only buying products with large profit margins was a big mistake because it really limits your options when it comes to products you can sell. For example, I wouldn't sell, say, Lululemon on my site because the profit margins weren't as good. Doing this made me lose out on smaller sales and decreased my overall customer traffic. Okay, that makes sense. Would you say that providing Lululemon on your site would have attracted more customers and that would have resulted in more overall sales? Yes, exactly. So what do you exactly mean when you say not being specific enough in your listings? So everyone knows that customer satisfaction is very important. Oftentimes, I would half-ass my descriptions, which would result in missing information. Customers would purchase the items and would expect the product to maybe look different or, or be different in some way. This resulted in so many unneeded returns, refunds, and even negative feedback. Yes, descriptions are so important when it comes to your product listing, so I'm glad that you highlighted that. No problem. Even though I learned quickly from these mistakes, it would have been nice to have known about them before starting. I agree. I think I can speak for everyone when I say we really appreciate you coming here to talk with us. Guys, if you have any questions for Mason or want to follow him on his journey, you can follow him at Thrifting for Kicks on Instagram. Thank you for sticking around. If you have any questions or any future topics you want to discuss, you can reach me at resellingforyouthepodcast at gmail.com. Anyways, thanks again. I'll see you next week where we will discuss the different reselling applications and go in depth on the different pros and cons that are associated with each. See ya.